Matt just moved his glass while I was pouring out a little bit of beer, and he spilled a single drop. <laughs> One single drop. Everybody blew him. Everybody blew him. Dude, that was for Media Noche, all right? I was pouring oh, out no. for him. No, that's Spider's dad. <laughs> There's no proof. <laughs> He's alive in my heart. Literally. <laughs> Spider-Man. Rip Stanley died today. Uh, may he rest in peace. We're recording this on uh, November 12th, by the way. You you won't listen to it probably till the end of November, but... He'll still be dead. He'll still be dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's true. <laughs> Right, guys welcome back to episode six of beer for thought i'm your host jeremiah i'm zach i'm evan and i'm matt and today we're going to do something i've been excited for it's a little brewery in uh, wisconsin called new glares i'm sure a lot of beer fans have heard of it never heard of them. whatever happened to old glares no i'm actually <laughs> very excited for this partially because i love new glares and i love their year-round uh offerings but jerry was uh lucky enough to nab three new glare spheres that i've never even heard of so yeah i've never i've, I've never tried these i've only got i got one each because i was i had to ship them down to myself because i was flying and uh <laughs> i was actually well the story is i went to go visit your brother nick he lives nearby he lives in uh, illinois and we went down to new glares it's like an hour outside of rockford an hour and a half yeah it's basically like its own little Swedish town. It's they call it Little Sweden. That's so cool. It's crazy. It's like the brewery itself was one of the coolest breweries I've ever been to. It's it's like a castle, and you go around, and you see like a knock down bricks and like the whole. That's cool. They go man. through the whole nine. It's it's badass. Dang, I need to uh, I need to go up there. You have to go up there. I'm not even gonna look up pictures because I want to be surprised <laughs> when I go. No, I I never seen it before, and I was surprised at how big they had like a self guided tour. How was your tour guide? No, he was <laughs> he was great. <laughs> Best tour guide I ever had. Um, no, but the cool thing is when you get a beer, your first beer, they give you the, the glass and you get to keep the glass. And they also give you a coin, which you can take to any local place in New Glarus and you can get a free pour of any of their beer. That's awesome. So, that yeah, is really cool. It promotes the local economy and it's, yeah, very it's cool. crazy good. Would you put this brewery at top five places to visit? For me personally. Oh, yeah. It's, it's out in the middle of nowhere, though. So you have to be prepared to like... You're, yeah, you, you know gotta, you're going. You got to make the special trip out there. Yeah, it's you're going out there for the sole reason to go to New Glarus yeah. Brewery, but um, and then if you want some cheese curds, there's some places in town that have some cheese curds. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, like some squeaky cheese. Yep, I'm telling you, it squeaks. It's great. It, you can it. hear the cries of the cheese Wisconsin. yelling out when you're taking a bite. <laughs> yeah, <into this>. oh, <laughs> what? Wisconsin's a great state. It's uh, there's very many unique things about Wisconsin. Well, the the sad thing about this beer is that unless you're local to Wisconsin, they won't distribute outside of their state. Yeah, you cannot get this beer anywhere outside of Wisconsin. Yeah, you have to go there and you have to take it out if you want it <laughs> out of the state. Yeah, I, I like that though. Pretty, it's cool. cool. I like when breweries do that. You know, I I have found a uh, appreciation for that because I know breweries that I've loved that I hadn't been able to get locally. Um, when they do come here, I, I just don't appreciate them as much as when I can't get them. That's a fair point. You know what I mean? Here's the thing. Because you only get to have them once in a, you know, once in a big while. Yeah. Versus if they're sitting on your shelf, you, it makes just, it special. They're, yeah, yeah. They're too accessible, and you can get them whenever you want. So there's something 
something cool about having something that is not necessarily rare, but not easy to get. Yeah. It makes you have to travel, which is, which is nice. You have to go out of the state and actually make a little trip out of it. But anyway, um, let's get into the first beer. It's something I've never had. It's just a straight up Berliner Weiss. Dude, grab so. that grill cleaner. Open that bad boy up. <laughs> we use my uh, my grill scraper because there's a bottle opener on the end of it, and it's one of my only bottle openers that doesn't bend the caps. So it's cool to have uh, if you want to keep your caps in you know pristine condition. It's one of the only ones that doesn't bend. Them. And speaking of cap, Ularis has one of the coolest logos. I feel like it's just the state of Wisconsin, and then. On top is just their finger. That's a fingerprint. I'm assuming of some well-known person in their brewery. It looks like yeah, the, the label's kind of uh, embossed with gold leaf lettering. Beautiful. You only got you only brought one bottle back. Or you brought one four pack. Here's the thing. No, I only brought one bottle of this left, or one bottle of each of the first three that we're having because I've never had them, and I only was able to ship so much that I was I was worried about getting the stuff that I really love back. This might be the only bottle of this in the state. Who knows? <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Extremely clear. Super clear. That is weird. It's it's water. like a pilsner. It looks like a, a wine. glacial yeah. lake, wine. but it's <laughs> kind of yellow, you know? So uh, this is the 2017 vintage of the their Berliner Weiss, and it's kind of one of their one-off series. It's in that 12-ounce bottle, which is something New Blair's went to recently. They used to only do, like, big bombers. Yep. Only seven fifty. Well, and I think their spotted cow would come in twelve ounce bottles, yeah. but that's a brown ale. But all like their fruited stuff was all in big bombers, and it's right. kind of nice to have it in twelve ounce bottles, so you don't have to drink a you know, yeah. bomber. Well, I miss the novelty of the seven fifty from them because there was always cool as dip and wax, and it was like that's true. it was like an like when you had it, it was like a special treat. Yeah, it was like it was a it was a good event beer. Yes, you yeah. know, like to celebrate yeah. something, but. Yeah. I love how you can just open one up and enjoy yourself now. So Yes, I agree. <laughs> that. But the first three that we're having are uh, a special brew that Dan Carey, who is their master brewer, brews. He does special releases every year. But it says on their website, a few, year, a few times a year we cut Dan loose to brew whatever he chooses. Always handcrafted, the bottle you hold is brewed for the adventurous soul. This is a very limited edition, and we make no promises to ever brew this style again. Smells a lot like grape. Yeah, yeah you I get, get a lot of reasons. Lot of grape. I get awesome. wheat. Like, I get wheat underneath the grape. And champagne. Yeah, definitely smells like champagne. Got a champagne mouthfeel. Yeah, dries up at the end. Crazy. Some bubbly. Yep. <clears throat> I don't think it's as bubbly as champagne. Oh, no. Not no. even, not close, but it's got that same kind of tickle a little bit to me. Yeah, I got an initial, and then it, but it dries up quick. Like, yeah. that's a quick drying beer. Champagne is is well, depending on the style you're drinking, it's got it's got a lot of big bubbles, high carbonation. This this carbonation isn't as high as, as champagne, but the fruit doesn't pop like their other yeah, yeah. their other beers. Yeah. Um, we'll get into some of those other beers that they brew year round, but when you have a Nuclearis mm. fruited beer, their beer like pops fruit like no other. It's like a and it's a really sweet, intense fruit. This one's a lot drier. Yeah, I think it's because of the use of the Riesling grapes, but yeah, the grapes. It's not uh it's not as sweet as our other beers and it's definitely more subtle. Yeah. In terms of deep. in terms of uh the fruit flavor. Yeah, it's not over the head. It's not going to hit you over the head with its flavor. Um but pretty good beer. But it's delicious. I mean, it's very refreshing. It's a crushable new Glarus beer, which is different for me. I've never had one that I would just want to 
pound a couple back on a, a hot day, you know? That's the difference between me and you. I could crush them all day. Cause yeah, I just Zach, Zach uh, <laughs> but is not sweet. a huge fan of New Glarus because their beers are very sweet. Yeah, but this one's not as sweet. Perfectly catered for tastings like this. Yeah. I'd like to mention New Glarus was established in 1993 by Deborah Carey. And fun fact, she was the first woman to found and operate a brewery in the United States. The next beer we're having is the 2018 Wild Sour Wild Sour Ale. And this is another one I have yet to try from New Glarus. It is a very limited edition, just like the Berliner we just had. This one was naturally soured by Farm Valley winds blowing wild yeast into our oak casks. So a spontaneously fermented beer. Cool. Uh, finally, after a year and a half of patient coaxing, Wisconsin dark malt whirl in a kaleidoscope of cedar, caramel, and tart green plum exuberance. Available to the exclusive few who travel off the beaten paths, this is an authentic Wisconsin sour brown ale. Truly unique, this sour ale is brewed for those who live on the wild side and is suitable for laying down and or consuming immediately. Man, look at that. It's like muddy. Like a copperish kind of color to it. It's not muddy like in terms of... It's a good amber. You think it's amber? Yep. yep. Like a muddy amber. I think that's fair, yeah. When I, see, when I think of amber, I think of like... Uh, Colors. Like crystallized. Like a crystallized color in the beer. That makes sense? I'm a big fan of sour browns. Yeah, they're, they're, I love sour browns. They're amazing. Oh, yeah. Just a tremendous now, smell. Oh, typically, I would have saved this like in the lineup to the end, but I wanted to get the beers I've never had in the beginning um, out of the way, so to speak. Yes. Because I, I just I get excited about the other other lineups that we have, but I probably should have saved this one last. Yeah, New Belgium does a, a really, really good uh, sour brown ale, and it's called La Folie. Uh, so if you are curious about the style and you've never had one, I don't know exactly what time of year it comes out because it is a seasonal beer, but it is nationally distributed. And if you're curious, ask your local bottle shop if they have any. That's one of the first beers that got me to Sours. Yeah, same. I'm going to go ahead and give this a try. Not as tart as Lawfully, but you get a lot of the a lot of the same characteristics as you get in that beer. It's got a lot of funk Definitely. from that spontaneous. For sure. I like it. It's good. Yeah, you get a, a good lambic taste to that for sure. The sour doesn't overwhelm. Yeah, no, a beer at all, which is nice. Yeah, it's a really balanced beer. Pretty good. Not tart, not tart at all. But you I mean you get a hints of tartness, but it's not like it you're saying not, the funk. It's not puckering like La Folie. No, this one's much more balanced. I want to say, yeah, yeah. I would say balanced. I was going to go that way because La Folie has got a pretty good tartness to it, and it really gets those uh, those glands <laughs> back in the glands. <laughs> we got we got to coin that phrase, the glands. <laughs> yeah, our first T-shirt. <laughs> Gets you the glands. I love Do you it. feel it in your glands? <laughs> That's our new uh, catchphrase. Beer, Can we get beer for thought? It'll get you in the glands. A T-shirt oh, no. with a smile saying the glands. <laughs> why, 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 why do I feel like we're going to jail soon? <laughs> All right. The next beer we're going to get into is the 2018 Crambake. I'm just laughing at you guys with that crazy bottle opener. Crambic. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty it's like absurd. four feet long. It's like a sword. You have to watch your It's elbows. like one foot long. You just look like you're about to drink it from the bottle. You said, what is that? I'll give it a look. Well, don't look at it too hard. Yeah, you should you pour it off, Jerry. You talk yeah, about it. scare away all the flavors. <laughs> <laughs> so this one is their Cranbic. 2018? No way, dude. It's 2018. How'd you get that vintage? 
to the read a little write up on this one. So, uh, sparkling and bright. This is a Wisconsin original created for you in the traditional method employed by the Lambic Brewers of Belgium, including five months of outdoor resting in oak barrels. Indigenous yeast and our cranberries from the wilds of Wisconsin flawlessly pair to dance on your palate. You have discovered a rare and delightful treasure to be served cold in a fluted glass. Fluted glass? Huh? Our glasses are definitely fluted. Oh, they're so fluted. So it pours out. It's a little, um, it's not pinkish. It's like, like an orange. This is a lighter amber. <laughs> yeah, this is a, this is orange. Really good. Well, well, that's, what yeah, it's an or- that's why I said it's an orange. Like cough drop amber. orange. Cough drop with a slightly off white head. Let's taste. Should we smell it? Like let's taste. What does that Compared mean? to what? what mean? Oh, let's taste. Like, oh, let's taste. Let's what are you taste. talking about? Just let's taste, guys. We should just look at it from now on. Let's taste. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Let's smell this beer. I had to go in for a taste because my, my nose is not working too good. <laughs> what do you fine. think? It's pretty close to the, the 2018 Wild Sour that we just had. Yeah, it's kind of like, it's not really, a, there's not a strong scent to it. It's kind of muted. You can kind of smell the funk. You get a little funk, a little bit of a. Does it smell like a little bit of hay? Lambic. Little hay. Yes. The, yeah. You get a little funk on the nose. Yeah, a little funk. Yeah. Okay. Not much cranberry. No, I don't get the cranberry. Hopefully, the taste will. Now is it time to taste? Yeah, maybe. Let's give it a taste. Mm. It's pretty sweet. It's really sweet. The it's middle sweet. is sweet, and then the end is sweet. <laughs> but it's a different. <laughs> it's a different yeah. sweetness at the end. It's more of like a. Um, I don't know. I don't know how to explain. It. It's like a fruit. You get the fruit. Yeah. Sweetness instead of like. Artificial sweetness. I don't really get any cranberry though. <laughs> no. Matt's <laughs> <laughs> over here losing it. What happened? <laughs> I, went, I went maybe just a little bit heavy handed. Zach goes. essentially poured himself a full second <laughs> pour. And he Not looks, true. He looks no at me like a kid caught in a candy jar. <laughs> Check the tape. Nothing happened like that. Check the tape. There is no tape. I'm into videotape. We can. We don't have to check. We can see your glass. Do you? <laughs> Damn. I'm got. Yeah, I don't taste the cranberry as much. This one is much sweeter than the previous two. Yeah, and, for sure. And I, I think you guys are right. I don't get a ton of cranberry, except maybe a little bit up front there. I get a little in the finish too. It tastes more like big kind of sweetness to me. That's probably what that, that end taste is for me, actually. It's like a dried up sweetness, if that makes sense. Shriveled sweetness. <clears throat> yeah, like, you know how you get when you eat, like, cranberries and raisins and stuff <laughs> like that? Yeah. You kind of get that, like, dry sweetness that's not, like, yeah. totally sweet. Mm-hmm. But that's what I get at the end. Okay. It kind of tastes like a subtle creek, doesn't it? Like, not mm-hmm. powerful yeah. creek, like a, a creek that you wouldn't want to buy. <laughs> like even though the beer's good, like you, when you get a creek, you want it to have more of a pronounced like cherry note and like more tartness. Yeah. Where this one's like your like a subtle, real subtle creek. You know that that nailed it. It's, it tastes like a cherry, cherry finished out. Much yeah, maybe that's what I'm getting. And I don't get too much of like the lambic side of this beer either, really. So I like you don't get a lot of the cranberry. I don't get a lot of the funk. Yeah, a lot of the it's not funk super funky. You're accustomed to, you know. It's it's not bad, not a bad beer. It's just uh, I, I'm just not sure it's exactly as advertised. Not not bad, but I think we've had better from New Glares. Yeah, and, and it's kind of hard. Like I'm not trying to bash the beer. It's just like for what the style is portraying. Yeah. I don't think it kind of lives up to the name as much. Still a really good beer, but 
it's nothing to like. I wouldn't go out of my way to pick up this beer as opposed to their other offerings. Yeah. We're powering through. We're going to go ahead and go on to our next beer of the night. This next beer is a beer I've had before, and it's the Raspberry Tart from New Bears. Amazing on the nose. Ooh. Oh, yeah, the nose. Yeah, the raspberry smell is, is nice. It's like, um, it's not super pronounced. Mm-hmm. It's a mild raspberry smell. Yeah, and you, it smells like a, even though it, it's tart, it doesn't smell like a tart raspberry. It's like a sweet one. Inject that into my nose veins. <laughs> <laughs> I believe this is a year-round offering, correct? Uh, yes, this one is one of their year-round offerings. This is the one I had on tap when I went down to New Glarus, because they, they only had this one on tap of the ones I really wanted to try. Oh, wonderful. But How was this on tap? <sighs> it was killer. Yeah. yeah. It was amazing beer. Just share this when we were walking around the tour. <laughs> oh, man. That's great. Man, it's such like a sweet raspberry jam. Yeah. Yeah, it is like a jammy raspberry. Let's give this a taste. It tastes like raspberry jam. Yeah. You said it. <laughs> you pretty much... That's with a half-clogged nose I got. <laughs> yeah. that. That's how that's how potent it is. Yeah. <laughs> you put it in my mind. See, it's not like a crazy tart, but at the end you get a little punch of tart, and then it kind of goes away. Yeah, I mean, this is just like liquid. You go to the store, you buy yourself some Smucker's raspberry jam, <laughs> you're going to get some of this. <laughs> oh, it's man. really sweet. Yeah, yeah I it's... Don't get any tart. Almost like you don't get a punch of tart? I, I don't get that punch of tart either. Okay, so... I'm surprised you guys don't get... You get you know, well, what's the finish you guys get? Sweet. <laughs> hmm. I get a sweet up front, like in the middle. At the end, I get a little bit of tart, and then it kind of fades into another, maybe a subtle sweetness. I will admit, I'm a simple man. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. That's all I got to say. I'm a simple man. What more would you expect from a simple man? You just replace uh, tart with the word jam, and then it's as advertised. Yes. Just call it raspberry jam. It would be cool if they called it raspberry jam. Yeah, then you'd be like, damn, yeah, that's raspberry jam, all right. But it, when, they, when they call it raspberry tart, I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> why do you got to be lying to me? Oh, I get the tartness. Huh? It is tart. It's, it's not, not like a, a, a pronounced tartness. It's it's tart in comparison yeah, to their other beers. Which is, is refreshing. Honestly, I'm my palate's a little over that like puckering sour. I know you've been saying that every week, and I hate you every more, more and more every time you say it. <laughs> and I, I, there's a good situation. There's there's certain situations where I do like that, but I, my palate's leaning back towards some some less abrasive beers. All right, I think we're gonna take our first break of the night because because <laughs> Matt has a baby and we don't. So you know, if one of us has a baby, really all of us do. Now that I think about it. When one of us has a baby, we have to wait for that one person to get back. So technically, we are waiting on the baby. Our baby. back and we're going to go ahead and start off this second half with Wisconsin Belgian Red. It's pronounced Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Actually, that's a, a, probably offensive to people from Wisconsin. I retract that. 
So this one, if you never had it, it's basically just cherries and sweetness. More sweetness? This one is like a candied cherry. Oh, boy. Candy. Vanilla, dude. Yeah. I mean, come on. These, I think these beers operate better on the nose for me than... Yeah, they all the noses on all the New Blair's yeah. beers are just amazing. These yeah. would be incredible candles. <laughs> well, if you like sweet candles, then yes. A lot of these beers just remind me of the holidays. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's like a it is like a festive beer. Like, I always think of Christmas time and uh, Thanksgiving time because when I was first introduced to the beer, that's around the time I had them. It's so interesting how memories are so deeply associated with aroma, oh, yeah. and it's because. That's how your brain is linked. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, you can smell something; it'll take you back to a memory, and it's so vivid, especially when you get the same aroma. Really cool. Terrifying. Also terrifying. Yes. I can't get over the nose. I don't even want to taste it. It just smells amazing. I don't want to taste it because it's gonna be super sweet. Ah, it's gonna be so good. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and take my first sip. This is one of the sweetest beers I've had in a so long good. time. You don't get any cinnamon. Slight, slight cinnamon. I get some cinnamon on that. But that cherry, oh my goodness. Yeah, the cherry is the champion of this beer. And then you get a little subtle hint of cinnamon. Definitely sweet. And I know if that's not your style, that's probably why you don't like, you won't like these beers. But man, I don't think I've ever met a person that really did not like these beers. This one works better for me than the last one. Even though it's sweeter, It there's, there's something about that sweetness that's a little less off-putting for me. Uh, yeah, these personally, are, I don't know. These are beers that, you have to know what you're getting into yeah. to really enjoy them. Like, especially if you're a, a well-versed drinker of beer, mm-hmm. and you like certain styles, and you like, you know, fruited beers. But this one, you have to know that it's really sweet going into it. And as long as you keep that in mind, you can appreciate the beer for what it is. And I can see how it would be taxing, especially if you're not prepared for it and you drink a whole one. Like, I could see how you get tired of it. Right, which I think is, that's why it's great that they're in 12-ounce bottles now. Yeah, that and it's good to share. Split between four of us, yes. yes. Yeah. I like that part. Yeah, but uh, honestly, I I could drink these all day. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not a huge fan of sweet beer, honestly, but I do really... They make it, like, they make it well, though. Yes, I really enjoy how well the fruit shines in all of their beers and and it's very well pronounced and i've never had one that's bad they've always been consistently the same like they've always tasted yeah the same their beers are very consistent yeah and it's that's a testament to the brewery but yes great brewery i feel like the, that's kind of the reason why the sweetness works a little better for me on this one is it's it tastes more like cherries uh whereas the last one was just kind of a vague Jam. Overwhelming, yeah. Well, not vague. It was pretty specific, actually. Now that I think back, it's been a long time since we had that beer. You know. <laughs> um, well, no, this one just works better for me. <laughs> yeah, well, I agree. I think it's, I think it's a better beer. Um, and I do get, I think that subtle cinnamon actually keeps the beer together and it keeps it more balanced. I know what we have to do to get rich. What's that? We have to find a way to convert beers into wax for candles, with just like a. You just add a little splash of our ingredient thing that we'll we'll call beer glander to candles. What? Where's this going? <laughs> Someone's going to so steal confused. this idea now. It's already gone. It, we've already done it. <laughs> it's already gone. It's a beer candle, but what do you have to add to it? You just add our special ingredients, and it turns your beer instantly into a candle. Oh, I see. So. It turns your beer into wax. <laughs> so you're going to have people buy beer and ruin perfectly good beer to make a candle. Well, they don't have to ruin all their beer, and I don't know. Just a candle beer. I don't know if that's ruining it. 
what you've made is, well, is, is a sustainable. It, you smell it. Candles are much more sustainable than a beer. You can enjoy a candle for many months. <laughs> He's not wrong. <laughs> Where if you try to do that with a beer, you're going to run into issues, buddy. All right, let's now let's move on to the next beer. This next beer has the best nose of any beer I've ever smelled. Yeah, this. I mean, if you love strawberries, you've got to smell this beer. Strawberries are packed with fiber. <laughs> <laughs> the nose is just straight strawberry, and it's it a, freaking phenomenal. It's a beautiful smell of beer. You talk about your beers that are perfectly catered for our new patented candle technology. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, enough with the candles. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, this, Your this, first is a, this beer smells amazing. It if, is just You awesome. know what? You're right. I will give you that. If they made this beer into a candle I would and it that. smelled like this, I would buy cases of it. That's true. I, so I would many candles. It'd because be terrifying how many candles you have. I'm not even a, I'm not a candle person. And I would buy a lot of those candles. I'm so upset that I can't smell it. Right <laughs> it smells exactly like strawberry jam. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We didn't really mention the color. Kind of has the you know, strawberry juice color. What do you expect from <laughs> strawberry beer? I'm going in for my first sip. I don't want to drink it because I know it's gonna be super sweet. I'm just smelling it. <laughs> but it it's just so much strawberry though in the flavor. Yeah, as much as it is on the nose, it all comes through in the flavor. This one I actually like. I mean, strawberry is my favorite fruit, so this is a delicious beer. Thank God. I was about to, <laughs> Thank God. I was about to kick your ass out of here. <laughs> no, <it's, laughs> we're about to kick you off the podcast. <laughs> it is a sweet beer. I mean, yeah, it's sweet. For what it is. Yeah. But I like strawberry, so this one is it's nice. Good. I like it. This one I even get I even get like strawberry seeds. I get yeah, the little seeds totally. in it. Yeah, it's it's crazy the amount of strawberries they had to put in this. I think, to get. and then the cool story behind this, me and uh, Nick were in the brewery and um, we went downstairs because they have all their beers on sale, and we saw two cases unlabeled, and so we we're like, oh, I wonder if that's the strawberry because we were. I was hoping to get some when I was down there, and we went back upstairs and we had our pours, and then we finally came down. And it was they they had opened them up, and they were the last two cases of strawberry of the year for the year. For that year, and so I was like, "Oh heck yeah!" And the only uh, allotment was like one per, and so uh, Nick was kind enough to give me his, and I, you know, he got a two, but you got an extra. Two. I got an extra two. Actually, actually, I think the allotment was two each, and we both got two each. Right, but nice. I got all of them, and he got just two bottles. <laughs> wow. but, so Jerry got himself a nice yeah I got fourteen <laughs> strawberry. I got my nice, <laughs> nice haul, but I mean, shoot, if I could buy four four packs of this, I would. Yeah, this, yeah. Yeah. It's like I've never had a beer that I think does strawberry so well. Yeah, it's it's like and it's not it's not sweet. I mean it's not sour, but it's you get that sweet strawberry and super tasty. Toast would, and this beer. Dude, seriously. Toast and any beer. We said that. Uh, make some toast right now. We can have toast in this beer. Honestly, yes. No, we have one more beer to get through. We don't have time yeah, for toast. Use, no, dude, we have all the time for toast. I didn't ever realize Zach's love for toast. I'm very passionate about toast. Wow, I, I can't cheers. even remember the last time I had toast. I'm gonna go bread ahead. with butter on it. Toast I'm have a whole bread. loaf of toast when I get home. <laughs> <laughs> a loaf of toast? You're telling me you never went out to breakfast and had toast? I usually get with a tortilla. Your we live in Albuquerque. Yeah, it's true. If you don't know what tortilla is, it's basically I have, yeah. I mean, if I have my toast, I get toast. toast or a tortilla, I get a tortilla every time. No, I get toast. I get tortilla. Well, that's because you're white. Evan. I used to <laughs> love. Honestly, I think I usually go tortilla, but. 
Toast is, is, I think I saw a tweet recently that best describes Toast's just genius. Somebody decided to cook and make bread, right? Right. And then they were just like, fuck it, let's cook that again. And that's Toast. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. That is totally it's beautiful. true. The history of Toast. <laughs> and that's Brought to you by Zach. And that's how Toast is made. Who decided to throw some I can't believe it's not butter on top of that double baked bread? That's true. Or Crazy cooked person. bread, I should say. Some mad genius. That's a genius move. Now, here's a good question. What do you guys do you guys use real butter? Do you use uh country crock vegetable spread? Do you use I can't believe it's not butter? Use margarine. <laughs> Why are we going so crazy about this? What do you guys use on your toast? I want to know. Real, real butter. Real unsalted or salted? Salted. Salted butter. Yeah. My mom used to keep country crock, the vegetable spread. That's kind of like butter. Lived off country crock my entire life, which I like it. If you're Hispanic, you use that for other stuff too when you're down with the tube. Dude, totally. Yeah. 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 <laughs> if you're from Albuquerque and your grandma tub. hands you a, a country a country crock tub. There's either beans or chili in yeah. it. There's not butter. <laughs> yeah, there's always <laughs> beans or chili. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I'll throw some spare meat in there or whatever. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> New Mexicans will understand that totally. Look, we a, got new Tupperware. It's yeah. unused or used butter <laughs> containers. Me and Jerry are going full on brown <laughs> while, while Zach and Evan, the two white boys on the podcast, are just staring at us like, what the hell? Nah, I'm pretty sure I experienced the same things. <laughs> okay. You guys have. You guys have painted us with a brush. <laughs> you put us in a box. <laughs> we painted them with a brush. See, Zach's... Oh, Zach's contrary, we just wiped off the paint off the canvas. <laughs> I don't get it. Zach's been... Uh, he's lived in Albuquerque for quite a while, but Evans... He's still lived in Albuquerque for quite a while, but he grew up in North Carolina, so he's not as New Mexican as, as the rest of us. Remember when this podcast was about beer? <laughs> Ten years ago. All right, we're going to move on to our... Last beer of the night. Serendipity defined. <laughs> so, fun story about. Are we live? Yeah. So we'll do a live. So the <laughs> the funny part about the word serendipity is my brother. He used to bust tables at this local um, restaurant, New Mexican restaurant called El Pinto, and uh, there's this couple that went in one day. And you get a lot of tourists in El Pinto because it's kind of the popular restaurant that a lot of celebrities and tourists go to. It's delicious. <sighs> I like it. It's not bad. I haven't had it in like six years, but okay, it was here, good. Here's the thing about El Pinto. Is it's, it's it, shitty. It's just <laughs> way overpriced. Like the food's not bad. It's not great. It's just extremely overpriced. You guys are blowing our chances of getting a sponsorship from El Pinto. <laughs> El Pinto Stop. can suck it. <laughs> we don't want I don't care sponsor. about El Pinto. We Sadie's. I'd rather have Sadie's. If you want to sponsor us, we'll we'll take a Sadie's. Sadie's is like way way better than El Pinto. Yeah, or I mean, we could get into other New Mexican restaurants, but we won't bore non-local people with that if we even have any listeners, which we probably don't. But whatever. Uh, (laughs) Okay, back to the story. So my brother is working at this restaurant. He's seating this couple that comes in, and he asks he asks if the table that he's about to seat them in is okay for them because at El Pinto, there's a bunch of different rooms, and they all have different themes. It's a very uh, atmospheric restaurant. A lot of people go to eat there just for the atmosphere. So he asked them, hey, does this table work for you all? And the lady looks up at my brother, and she goes, well, isn't this just serendipitous? <laughs> and then the other, the, the person she's with looks at her, and she says, 
serendipity defined. <laughs> <laughs> and my brother was uh, <laughs> holding back laughs. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't help it. I mean, come on. You can't crack a smile when somebody <laughs> goes off like that. But Jesus. Every time we have the excuse to use serendipity defined, we do. <laughs> so a fun fact about this beer. Um, this beer was actually made kind of by accident. Their crop went bad on the cherries. And Dan had to like go in and figure out how to make something since the cherry crop went down. So he decided to brew with cranberries, cherries, and apple. And this beer is my favorite from New Paris because I love how you get that apple at the end, but you still get the other two fruits in it down beautiful it's like a green apple though yes and it's not like a it's not like an apple cider like you'd get in an angry orchard or any of those apple cider beers it's like a if you were to get a green apple and take a bite into it the juices roll down your chin (laughs) that's that's the kind of green apple we're talking about you get more of an apple note but it's cherry apple and cranberry all beautifully blended into a serendipitous beer I'm going to wake my son up. (laughs) I'm such an idiot. (laughs) This one smells like that uh, cranberry. Really? I get more apple on this one. If... I swear, man, if you get your hands on the new Blair Spear, just crack the bottle open and just smell it for ten minutes. You'll enjoy yourself. Give this one a taste. Yeah, the apple is the champion of the spear. And the cranberry comes through better on this one. Did you ever go to Dixon Apple Farm in uh, the Hemis Mountains when you were a kid? I never did, but the champagne apples, yeah, bro, right? Yeah. That's what this tastes like, is yeah. like those that, Unfortunately, that orchard burned down. Oh, yeah. It, it burned down, and then it got destroyed by a mudslide after that, and then flooded again. And it, yeah, it, it's just a disaster place. Great place when it existed, though. Amazing. If you ever had a champagne green apple, they are so tasty. They don't really have that tartness that a traditional green apple has. It's more of like a, a sweetness. Really good though. I don't really love apple, and I mean apple is good with like certain barrel aged beers. I feel like, but I, this is one of the few sours, or not even sours, fruited beers um, that I get that I actually just love the apple flavor. Yeah, I'm with you. Normally, apple in a beer is is just too fun, like the cider side of things for me, and I'm not too keen on it, I suppose. But this this is working for me. It's it's nice. You know, I'm I'm not a big fan of this one. I don't like the combination of the fruit. I don't think it works for me. It doesn't work well. Not a lot of beers use apples. It's mostly ciders where yeah. it's only apples. You don't get a lot of fruit beers that combine apples with other fruits. So I think it's really unique in that aspect. I like the, the notion that they were like, oh no, not too many cherries this year. Let's just throw in some other stuff and then rocked with that. I like the I like the background behind the beer. It's cool. Even though, I even it, though I don't like sweet beers, I can really appreciate this beer. Once you get past the sweetness... And you kind of acclimate your palate. You've had three, four, five sips, or you've had six beers before you had this one, like we have tonight. Your palate's kind of used to that sweetness, and you can kind of break down the complexities of the beer a little bit better and get, a, get past that sweetness. Whereas if you were to just crack open this beer on a regular night and you're not used to drinking sweet beers, and this is the only sweet beer you're having, you might struggle through it and you might not be able to find those complexities in it because it is really sweet. Yeah, definitely. I agree. It's going to be hard for me to rank tonight because I, I typically have this one at the top of my list, but I don't know tonight. I think it's... Yeah, well, it, it's we haven't had a, like this many different nuclear spears in a single lineup or a single sitting before. And yeah. and they change after you've had other sweet beers. You know, they yeah. taste different, so it's tough. Go 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 your top three. All right. I'll go, uh, I'll, I'll go Berliner Weiss third. Then I'm going to go Serendipity second. 
and I'll go strawberry rhubarb first for me. Nice. Uh, my top three, I do the strawberry rhubarb as number three. I like the wild sour. That was number two for me. It was really good. Uh, number one, I like the, the Berliner Weiss. I like the, um, the clean finish. It was, it so was you, good. Yeah, so you like the, the Berliner and the wild sour. Those are two of the less sweet beers, so it makes sense. Um, for me, I like to go back to those traditional Nuglaris staples, and my third favorite is uh, probably the Raspberry Tart is my third favorite. My second favorite is Serendipity, and my favorite beer from them is the Strawberry Rhubarb. I love that beer so much. I'm going to go ahead and say Serendipity is my third tonight, which is is strange for me because normally that's my favorite beer from them. Um, Second one was actually the Belgian Red. I think today that, I don't know, for some reason I really love that sweet cherry on it. And maybe it was just perfectly lined up today. But I think it and it just tasted crisp and really delicate on the palate. Even though it was really sweet, I think it was perfect amount for me. And then I think my number one beer of the night was the Strawberry Rhubarb. This, it's just an amazing beer. It's hard to get your hand on. Good stuff. Yeah. Appreciate you sharing them, Jerry. Yes, indeed. Yes, thank you very much, Jerry, for sharing these. Send us, uh, send us your feedback. Send us uh, beer. Yeah. Give us a sure. review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yeah. Let us know what you think. Rate us. We appreciate five stars, of course. That helps our podcast kind of make the charts and it makes it more well-known if it has good reviews. Our handle on Instagram is beer for, at Beer for Thought Podcast. Our Twitter handle is at underscore Beer for Thought. Yes. Um, and then you can email us if you'd like at Beer for Thought Podcast. Beer for Thought Podcast at gmail.com. So reach out. Let us know. Let us know you hate us. <laughs> Let us know that we're the worst beer podcast. You know what we heard. should do? We should read back hateful hateful thoughts. We gotta have people like actually send us stuff. Yeah. I'll okay. send some in. If you send us some hate email, we will read it on our next podcast. <laughs> Happily. Roast us. We're yeah, all I'll, I'll definitely read that. Roast us. Yeah, you can roast us and we should mention that we are all like extremely amateur. Like we're not professionals our beer terms are we try to explain the beer as best we can we probably make mistakes in uh, like a beer term and how it's pronounced or you know whatever we're gonna make mistakes yeah some of us don't like like new girls like idiots (laughs) regardless regardless (laughs) we're just normal dudes we're just drinking beer (laughs) oh god and uh so that's that anyway let's sign off guys another good week another good week to the last drop Every time Where's somebody that? says Stan Lee, I'm, wait, I'm, wait, Stan I'm Lee. waiting for the last name. <laughs> like, Yo, Stan Lee who? Stan Lee. Yo, Mets. Yeah. Yeah, that's from a book. Ooh. I know holes. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. All right. He said Stan Lee on that. <laughs> whoa, Jerry. Way to go, Jerry. Can, can we get a round of applause from the audience? Yeah. <laughs> Live audience. Jerry, a self-proclaimed hole expert. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm going to go ahead and take my first sip. Yeah.
pretty decent head retention, actually. Yeah, I mean, uh, you poured yours a little different, so but, but honestly, no, but yeah. mine's had a head I for a like while. To, you know, I like to agitate and get my little head. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Never tried that tactic at the club. But. Jesus, Dan. <laughs> Try it out, Zach. You, you know, like to agitate your little head? Is that what you just said? <laughs> Jesus. This is gonna, that's definitely you're already going to have to you're going to have to cut this part to that VIP back part of it that's for like No one wants to hear about agitation in the head. Oh man, the people. <laughs> We've disappointed them for the last time. 